Welcome to uh, the 22nd, technically, but not really, episode of the Splitfire Gaming Podcast. This time we're going to review the Triple Crown GT or Triple Crown GTs because one of the guests, Scott, went to the June one, as did I. But we've also got Steve, who can talk about what happened at the practice event, which happened in <laughs> May. So welcome to you both. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Good to be on, as always. Well, the, the, the original slash now now called Practice GT in me. Yeah, but speaking of original... That's, that's where the it, real gamers went to. Well, <laughs> yeah, they did to practice, but they had to come back in June to try it out for real. No, I mean, that was like the FA Cup, and the June one was like the, the Carabao Cup. I don't get that reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sport analogy is absolutely lost on Marcus. <laughs> but uh, this is sort of uh, getting the band back together because we haven't done uh, us three on the channel for a bit. It's been ages, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit like uh, getting one of the Appletons, uh, Shazney Lewis, and that other one back for um, All Saints. That's exactly what it's like. It's ex- 100% that's what it's, it's like. We are just like that. Yeah, I, I don't understand that reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's almost a catchphrase, but it's not. Uh, well, because um, Steve's forgotten pretty much all of his games, and I've forgotten 70% of what happens in the games, and I don't even know what Scott remembers, we're going to do something slightly different. Not 100% sure we'll, what data is. Yeah, we'll, um, we will reference the games, but it's going to be more broader conversation about how the lists did uh the overarching meta in both competitions and basically we're just going to wing it and hope everything goes to plan but that was it as if we normally practice as if we normally have a, a planned out approach yeah it's not really all that different um so i suppose we might as well start with lists and since steve went to the first one logically he should go first I'm all for logic, yeah. Um, so obviously, I took a plus ten list. Yeah, um, obviously, <laughs> as I always do. Um, and this time, I took wood elves simply because I'd never taken wood elves to a tournament before. Um, and surprisingly, I actually got one practice game in before the tournament with this list, which is that's one more than you normally have, Steve, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah. So with the five games at the tournament, that's six practice games. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah, total. it's all before it got sold. Yeah, so um, <laughs> were you selling it at the game at the time? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's it pretty much done and dusted by the time I started playing with it. So yeah, so what I took was uh, Treatment Ancient, upgraded to a level four on the Law of Life. He was my general. Um, I took a Branch Wraith, and then I took the uh, Sisters of Twilight on their dragon. Uh, that was my characters. And then in core, I had Dryads, 20 of them, with a champion. I had 20 Glade Guard with Hagbane Tips, uh, Musician Standard, and Gleaming Pennant. Oh, and a champion in there as well, full command. Glade Riders, I had five of them with a Musician Standard, and they had Starfire Shafts. Oh, a different option. Yeah, it's it's plus one to wound against destruction, 
and they're also flaming. So I thought uh, it could be a cheeky option to strip some regen before the rest of the mm. shoot. Well, that's a good show, that. Um, and then I had 10 Deepwood Scouts um, with a standard bearer, and they had the Hagbane tips as well. I had five war dancers. I had a in rare. I had a young fire dragon and a greater black dragon, and that was a Highlander list at two and a half thousand points. So, just for clarity, how many dragons was in that list? That was three dragons <laughs> and a human ancient, so four <laughs> monsters. Yeah. Absolutely, you're all. Um, the comp on that came out. The minuses were the, the minus one for the level four on life from the the great tree, minus two for the great dragon. And then the positives was I had plus two for no scrolls and plus two for no BSB. I had a non-spell casting mount on the monster. I had plus four for the Highlander. And I had plus ones for the Dryads, Wardancers, the Ancient, and the Branch Wraith. Love it. That was my overall list. Um, the general thinking being I had three highly mobile monsters. They would kind of fly around together and, and gang up on units uh, one at a time. The, uh, the Grave Guard and the Deepwood Scouts were there to basically poison off any war machines I might face. Um, and then the Glade Riders and the War Dancers were kind of there to run interference, but to be honest, um, and the Dryads were there to protect the Glade Guard in the main. Um, yeah, I think the ability that you had within, like, or have with Wood Elves to be able to combine that the range threat and the, the fact that you can do it via a lot of poison with some hard-hitting monsters is just such a good combo. It was. And and the fact that the tree was on a level 4 of life meant that I could heal them up quite well as well. And he had the ability then to pin any big units, being leadership 10 stubborn, that I couldn't necessarily fight on, on my own or just block up avenues uh, by pinning units in place. Because uh, even if he was taking, you know, some combat rounds, he was taking two or three wounds. But then when it came to my magic phase, I was fully healing him up back again. Yeah, and then he's quite got a few spells off, doesn't he? Ten. Um, so yeah, he was he was an absolute uh, beast, stubborn beast to to shift. How did you find it um, dealt with the armies that you played on the day or days? Uh, generally, the ones. Uh, I, th I always felt I had a chance. Uh, the, the problem, the big problem with that list, it, it hasn't got any grindy units. There's nothing in there that can... So the Treeman's as close to a grindy unit as you get, isn't it? Yeah, but he's only got three attacks. Yeah. Um, so it's not really... He's not really You're relying on a, a really good roll on the old Thunderstorm. Yeah, so against like a lot of armour or a lot of monstrous cav or monstrous infantry or... You know those big blocks of force. Yeah, he's, he's never he's never going to win a grain all Jordan aside, is he? No, no, he's anything any anything like the white lion horde, etc. Witch elves horde. There's very little I can grind against that, so that's the big weakness of the list. And of course, over the weekend I played two walls of Nurgle, which is basically <laughs> a grind army. <laughs> so, that's what uh, you wanted. Yeah, I was I was never going to win big against that. But saying that. I didn't think I didn't, never felt I didn't have a chance at winning. Just not yes, winning. You just couldn't, you just didn't expect to win big against them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I lost those are the two games I lost, but I didn't lose by much. Uh, you got I two losses, can't. but you you still did rather well in the end. I don't know if we're going to spoil it now or 
<laughs> I did, but because, especially against World of Nurgle, it's, it, they're quite hard to, to catch the dragons and stuff unless you roll really well on charges, etc. So you can conserve points quite well, which means that even if I don't win, I'm not losing by much. So I, I can't, to be honest, I can't remember the biggest loss, but... Yeah, you can avoid damage quite well does with it, that with Swirlo, can't yeah. you? It may does not it really work on occasion. Does it really work on avoidance as well? Because as, four monsters plus avoidance, it's like a interesting blend of, well, army concepts. Yeah, it does. It means that I can fly around. I mean, I've got three, uh, three breath weapons there as well. So I can potentially whittle down units quite a lot and finish them off with the Glade Guard or what have you. Do not like breath weapons. Um, so it's, uh, that was the kind of idea: jump on a unit, wipe it out, avoid the the counter charges when they were lined up, because I could fly over them, and then jump on another unit and repeat and rinse and repeat, and get the tree into anything that I just needed to sit there for a while. Um, so yeah, it was it was quite good at conserving points. So I had I had a couple of big wins. I had two twenty nils. I remember that. I think I beat Jack fourteen six, and then I lost my two games eight twelve, and then it was either seven thirteen or six fourteen. I can't remember which. So I was picking up points even if I was losing. Yeah, you it was because you, you managed to. You never got that twenty nil loss, did you? It was. It was no. even your losses were. Losses where you were taking away points. So yeah, it was um, it was a solid list. I didn't come up against. I came up against both uh, the walls of Nurgle had skull cannons. Standard, um, obviously. Nurgle, corn, you know that yeah. alliance is still holding <laughs> strong. Good, best pals, Nurgle and corn. Um, but apart from that, I didn't really come up much. The, the one thing I was wary of, and what you have to bear in mind in a list like this, that even if you can go, you have to be wary of the, like, the magic. So like against Jack's Beastman, for example, I knew he had a level 4 on Shadow. I knew he rolled Mind Razor. So if I went into his main character bunker, for example, the chances are they wouldn't break because I think he had a Beast Lord in there. So it would probably the standard discipline to be Leadership 10 with a re-roll. And if they didn't, it would be six dice mind razor and goodbye to all the dragons next turn. Yeah. So it's yeah. just being mindful of not only am I safe this turn, but am I going to be safe in one or two turns down the line when you when you commit to to doing it. I mean the young dragon I know isn't a combat monster, he's only fives across the board, but I used him to hunt down either chaff or like the light light units like spearmen, archers. Anything with strength three, basically, because then they're still wounding him on sixes. And I he's suppose, well, he, he's, a, he's a effective bit of powerful chaff, I suppose, as well, isn't he? In the fact that he's a distraction because he's still a dragon. Yeah, yeah. There's some psychological impact in putting three to four monsters down as well. I think how on uh, earth yeah. are you supposed to catch and defeat them? But it does struggle against anything that can't be thunderstomped. Because I think the dra- the young dragon only has four attacks. I think the great dragon has six. 
Yeah, Young Same. Dragon is equivalent to a Sun Dragon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So great dragon is like a Moon Dragon. From your list, Steve, did you have a anyone you talk, anything you particularly call out as you really performed? Who gets your MVP badge from the list? The the ancient was pretty good. That's the in power and the fact that he brought so much healing. Yeah, and um, the branch wraith was actually surprisingly good, simply because I only rolled dwellers on the level four on the last game, oh. and I rolled dwellers on the branch wraith every other game after then. So she was the one six dicing dwellers at people. So um, and who cares if it helped. dies? Exactly, exactly. Um, I never feel like an absolute support. But apart from that, everyone kind of performed as expected. Yeah. But everyone the, just did that. Everything worked as, as planned, did its job, performed well. The, the sisters were probably not worth their points, if I'm honest. They just don't die, though, do they? They're as much they, a point denial as they are. They were more points denial, to be honest. The shooting didn't work as much as I thought it would. Um, the dryads were rubbish. Standard. That's unless, why they one. Yeah, but that's, that's yeah. built in their profile, isn't it? Yeah, unless they were heavily buffed by the by the tree. I mean, the only yeah. times they semi-performed was when they were like toughness six or eight or something. Right, other than that, they let's be honest, they're just rubbish. <laughs> yeah. The the glade guard were pretty good. That thirty inch range is amazing. At the thirty inch range uh, with poison is just it's such a yeah. phenomenal threat, though, isn't it? Like it's. It it does what it says on the tin. Like if you're just gonna start chipping away at things or killing things, it's such a range. And then the the Deepwood Scouts were solid. Um the war dancers were surprisingly useful because I didn't need them as a chaff unit because most of my mobile was large most of my army was largely mobile. Mm. I didn't necessarily have to block much of stuff up, but I did find them quite useful as a kind of bunker for the branch wraith. Um to sit with because then they're immune, you know, they're immune to psychology. They don't, they're all then don't panic. They skirmishes, they can sit in the woods and just be a kind of mini bodyguard for any light units that come towards her. Yeah, that's a good shout. That that's a, I wouldn't and have thought about putting the branch, the branch wraith in the, into the, um, war dancers. So How much are, quite- um, the tree spirits per model? The dryads? Yeah. More than deserve to be. <laughs> yeah, twenty is what two hundred and twenty points. So eleven points 11 each. Points each, yeah, eleven points each. Eleven points. Like I can't, a... can't have any command. Oh, sorry, they can have a champion. Sorry, it, it's another thing. Like the type of army that I play. Like what, what exactly do you point the uh, the army at here? Because uh, the dragons are going to fly away. Uh, the tree man presumably is going to go off by himself. Uh, your choices are. The, um, what do you call them? Glade Guard. Yeah, or the Tree Spirits. And you're probably only going to catch them. Yeah, and then the, the general plan was, you know, if, if people start moving towards one of them, they've got a choice, then they either keep moving towards them, get shot up, or um, they potentially get dragons charging them in the rear. Or even that, or... Horde style, especially with T3, you're going to get three breath weapons over you before you even get yeah. there. Mm. Mm. So it 
I think it gave opponents a lot of questions to think about. I think that's what this list does, isn't it? It's very non-standard. It, it's it's off avoidance to a core, but not in the traditional way. In the fact that it's avoidance through massive mobile monsters. I'd I'd be wondering what to do. I think for a bit at the start of turn one. How can you pin their monsters down? Yeah, and and the key I always found in the first few turns is to prioritise definitely with all the poison shooting anything that could threaten them. And that was the the key, trying to take out anything that could threaten them, and then you kind of then let them loose. Then let them loose, yeah. Yeah, you commit a bit more, a bit more aggressive with them. Hmm. Shall we move on to your army, Scott? So yeah, my list wasn't for anyone who listened. The so I think our pre our last chat about wasn't massively dissimilar from the list I took. In fact, it was the exact same list I took to Scotland. <laughs> it's the year of the Tomb King. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't massively dissimilar at all. It's the same list that I took to, <laughs> took to the Scottish event. Well, it's, it's no dissimilar at it's, all. <laughs> yes, it's, it's it's so similar to the same. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, so, that's the, the key. Well, well, you see, it works. But, um, so, Tomb King General. Um, my kind of standard setup for a Tomb King General. So, you had the Enchanted Shield, Potion of Strength, Sword of Strike, and Dragon Bane Gem. Um, barely any of which made any difference for the entire <laughs> weekend. <laughs> then a level four Nekikara, obviously paying that Hierophant tax. Um, absolutely naked, naked as a baby. And then a level two Leech Priest on death. Uh, Hall was thirty-eight skeleton warriors, two with full command. Uh, full command. Two blocks of 19 skeleton archers, standard position, three chariots, uh, had the Banner of Eternal Flame, a couple of War Sphinxes out in special then, uh, both with Fiery Raw, and a unit of four Necropolis Knights with a standard bearer. And then in rare I had a Casket of Souls and the Kemrick Titan. Standard. He's yeah. Back. He's back. He's back, the big beetle. Big, beautiful bug. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, the idea was like, I've got the caskets, obviously, a, a lovely ranged threat. Like, I've got a couple of blocks of shooting to sort of try to deal with bits of chaff. Um, most of me power hitters were the fact that I had like double war sphinx and the Kenrick Titan, um, and theoretically, theoretically, a unit of four Necropolis Knights, which should be quite good and never. <laughs> ever perform for us <laughs> like I think they did well in one game one out of five honestly like 270 points that's just lovely models that just torture us so um, my comp score was a, a measly plus one which I think is the lowest comp score I've taken to a triple crown event so far um, plus Rocking. two for no dispels plus two, one for a tomb king plus one for uh, skeleton warriors Plus one for being a tomb, like your tomb king's army. Uh, minus one for the casket of souls. Then a whopping minus three for taking a Kemrick Titan. Um, How did the Titan do? Was it worth the minus three? I'm not sure if he's worth the full minus three in the fact that the triple crown have comped it so that you can be wounded by things that are higher than strength, like, like that don't have to be strength four or above. 
which I think massively mitigates some of its core strengths. But beyond that, they comped that even though they're both ASL, that you had to do the uh, random attack before Thunder Stomped. Now, to be honest, I was lucky and I didn't ever roll their equivalent of Yell and Ball, so it didn't make any actual difference to us. Um, but So he was less effective than he was in previous events I've been to because of those those rule changes. We, we've talked about this before, and my personal opinion as someone who doesn't play this army and uh, has no real vested interest in it is um, I, I don't agree with changing with the core rules. Even the um, you know they can ch- they can march within the general's bubble. Uh, so I I would say either just don't change the rules or say you can't use the Kemrick Titan. Yeah, but, I mean, don't get wrong. It's like, uh, Triple Crown can do what they like at their event, and yeah, I'm still going to go regardless. I'm not going to uh, stop. You're right. We've t- but um, stop because of that. I'd rather not be able to march and have the plus three comp that they used to have. Personally, yeah. I, that's just personal um, preference that I don't like changing the core rules because I think it's when you start pulling that thread, you can then start oh, changing. Well, it unwinds horribly, doesn't it? <laughs> it ends in whack or something. <laughs> something outrageous, yeah. But no, like to be honest, Titan Titan Jenny did perform. Steve, to be honest, he um, he was if a little bit at like your sister's. He's four hundred seventy-five points that you have to deal with, and he's got ten wounds and toughness eight. Like he's a he's a chunky monkey to deal <laughs> with, and much like your threats, he flies with twenty. He, he can fly, so he's very mobile. Um. Really, only limited the way I can fit that massive base. The the only good counter I can think of it is cannons, and if your army doesn't have cannons, then what exactly are you supposed to do against? I can, te- I can tell you what's a good counter to it. Um, mind razor. Oh yeah, well there's that of course. Well, strength ten. Anything strength ten is going to be good against it. Yeah. Um, um, really problems mind razor can't solve them. No. <laughs> Not as is there. If in doubt, mind razor it out. It's it's just the same, um, but I think it was probably a, from from my list. It was probably a toss up between the Titan or it was possibly the Sphinxes in general, um, as a combination of three big toughness eight monsters that that did perform well for us. Genuinely, um, I think point for point, my MVP from the list was the Casket of Souls. Yeah, it's, it's it's great that thing, isn't it? Like 135 points, it's an absolute bargain. Even though I've um, faced it loads of times, I always forget the D3 um, power dice. Every, yeah, all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's not too bad. And yeah, then, like, it's, and it's, the D3 rolls along. And it's, it's that. It's that, that. Oh, that's all right. I can cope with that. Oh no, there's an extra three dice. That D3 essentially is a free spirit leech every turn. <laughs> it's me spirit leech dice. <laughs> Because he will never not take spirit leeches in the army. Does the Titan have one? No, no, I've got a level two on death in there, Steve, just for spirit leech. All right. (laughs) For some reason, I thought the Titan might have a bound version. Uh, No, his three bound spells are heal a wound back, the crazy hex spell that uh, stops you or reduces you to hit and movement, stuff like that, which, to be honest, I never cast. 
and her bolt throw, which I also never cast, because, well, naturally, there's, there's quite a lot of spell magic in the army, and the priority was predominantly casting Casket of Souls and Spirit Leech. And, and, per- just... and Purple God. Sun, when I rolled it. But, like, you've just spent forever to hit the thing and then wound it on sixes and then go through its armour and then you get a wound back. Like, the amount of effort to take that wound off. Is it bound three to bring it back? Yeah, it's it's not a lot to cast. Nah. Um, Don't like that. No, everything... I'd say roughly everything performed as expected, per se. Um, the the block of Skeleton Warriors did nothing the entire event, like, except Bunk Ami... General and the level two wizard, which I suppose was their job. Um, What's the uh, theory behind the army of the night? Is they like you say they just stay in at the back, and then you send all the titan uh, snakes yeah. and all that forward? Yeah, they, yeah, I mean because I can mark it, lets us be quite. I can get quite fast and aggressive with the like the necropolis knights are base movement seven. So if I can deploy them within the twelve-inch general range, it means I can, they can just zoot off fourteen inches like really quite quickly if they want to. The War Sphinx's base movement six, so like again they they're quite mobile um, with the, the ability to march, uh, and the Titan itself has has got a twenty-inch move like isn't undead anyway, so you, it can always march. Um, I quite like to get aggressive with me monsters whilst, which is probably a, a something. That's, Unravels a little bit, like, to be honest, but um, it used the like the magic power of the like, the casket to hit like, to target things that I struggled to kill. I would, would rely on me Titan to kill. So like, the casket killed dragons, um, other monsters quite quite merrily because although even when they've got decent LD, it's still three D six, isn't it? Coming off with no saves. Um, and then obviously Spirit Leech, like those combo of picking out the things that I need to get rid of, and then I could start throwing me Titan in um, quite willy-nilly into things that I would ru- otherwise the army struggles with. So Warriors of Chaos I played, um, and like, I'll happily throw the Titan into a unit of Skull Crushers because they can have lots of attacks. Like, I really don't care, you're still wounding on sixes. And then I'm going to 2d6 Thunder Stomp you at Strength 8. Yeah. Toughness is armour. At that level, yeah, I mean, he's got a three up armor save as well, so like he's, he is just he's tough to kill. Um, and because I know that, and because I know people don't particularly like it for whatever reason, I get quite I quite get aggressive with it to be honest. I like putting it on a flank and I essentially play it almost independently to the rest of my army sometimes. So I almost play the rest of my army like a fairly traditional Tomb King army. Whilst having this just very big mobile threat floating around in the rest of the board, was there a particular matchup that was really good for you, and a one that you struggled a bit more with? Um, yeah, I mean, game one, I was playing. I played, so I started off by playing um, Chaos Warriors, uh, or Luke, like, Luke Blackhill's like the stunning picture. Warriors of Chaos yeah. in in game one. Yeah, I mean, it's got, a beautiful army. You've got them here. I mean, that's. You can't really see yeah, too much. It's, but... it's just a it's a army full of all like really classic old warriors of chaos. It's like stunningly painted. Um and I've I played Luke it, 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 like actually I played him at more events than I haven't, to be honest. Um 
And I, I lost game one, 12-8. Um, and truth be told, I think almost all of my points were given... Well, no, that's not true, but a lot, of the, a lot of the points were gained by the Titan. Between the Titan and the casket. Um, he did die, though. What he, he doesn't appreciate is Throg punching him in the face, it turns <laughs> out. He comes <laughs> up a lot, Throg. <laughs> yeah, I played... The first two games were both Warriors of Chaos, both with Throg, both with a fly and demon prince level four and death. And I just thought, ah, <laughs> this is how, this is how this weekend's gonna go. But I could I could conceivably have spent the entire weekend playing very similar Warriors of Chaos lists. It's one um, thing I I realised which I didn't know before was that Throg comes with a great weapon as standard. Uh, yeah, likewise, Steve. I didn't know that to do was like battles and fives. <laughs> Uh, one on fours, and say, like, you what? <laughs> what do you mean you said that? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that caught us by surprise in game one, because like, like yourself, I just hadn't appreciated he has a great weapon. And he's a massive troll with five attacks or whatever he's got. When he hits, he hurts. It's his vomit attack that I hate the most, more than that. Um, Strength five vomit. Yeah, I, and I wasn't as bothered because it was he was still fishing for sixes. Yeah, it doesn't affect you so much, which is so uh, he, T3. But, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, it took them quite a while to grind through. Um, but, yeah, got Titan died in game one, punched to death off Throg. Um, and then he killed... When he blew up, though, and died, he killed some stuff when he went. I can't quite remember what, but it was he, he, that was funny. I only got his points. He'd killed a general and a unit of skull crushers. Did I have something else? He might have got his points. Um, yeah, but uh, that I think a bit of misplay in that game. But it was it was a it was a good game, tough game. Uh, like I say, lost twelve eight. Um, I then played my second Warriors of Chaos <laughs> game. Very very similar army uh, from a list point of view, and. With the noticeable exception on Game 2, Warriors of Chaos Turn 1, the Demon Prince that's on that left-hand side of the screen there beside the Chimera, um, miscast and put himself down the hole before I'd even moved my army. That's a good start. Um, and I, it, you know, That was a good start. Um, because, to be honest, from that point, I then had just complete magical domination. Um, and... Like the Titan literally did anything it wanted in the second game, and I purposely kept him away from Throg. Because, you know, had that bad experience already. They've learnt from the, uh, the previous... Learned from that, yeah. Um, I... That was, not, that was... It was, again, good game. Very... I mean, it was, it was very one-sided once... To a point, once the um, Demon Prince had put himself down the hole. Um, truth be told... But then, game three, I got to play Liam, um, obviously a good friend, one of our good friends. Um, he was playing vampires, and he had one of the he had the necrolith the blah, 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 the necrolith colossus. This that is, mass. Oh, it is. Is this yeah, another it's, thing it's, from Monstrous Arcanum? Yeah, it's it's possibly just there we go. It's, it's it's outrageous. <laughs> it's quite tasty. 
It is taste. It's it's the type of thing I could definitely see you somehow sneaking into a plus ten list somehow, Steve. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Yeah, it's, it's quite much. Three doesn't or four, mean it's yeah. impossible, though, does it? No, no, it doesn't mean it's impossible. It's yeah, it's a what? It's got the same kind of attack. It, it's got two d six thunder stomps, just like the Titan. It, but it gets to pick its attacks. Like it's not random. Like a giant, it picks its attacks, and some of them are like really tasty. It's also got Spirit Leech. Of course. Um, and can heal and itself. As well, yeah. And it's Leadership 10. Yeah. Um, and because it would go first, I wanted me Titan absolutely nowhere near it, truth be told. So, this was Operation Spirit Leech and Casket, that thing, um, whilst chaffing it up. I mean, that... Thought that you had there with it in combat with the um, Sphinx. Oh yeah, the um, was, back it was just the Sphinx being used as incredibly expensive chaff. <laughs> it's like I don't, I just need to keep picking at it a little bit. So here I have a Sphinx, and it was like here I have some chariots. Um, Does it still thunderstorm everything? Is it? Is it yeah, same. Yeah, it's the same as the Titan. So <laughs> the Sphinx, the Sphinx went in. Popped its breath weapon, took some wounds off, actually did itself proud, and then got thunder stomped to death. I said, like, oh, it's a sad time when your toughness eight monsters getting thunder stomped off another monster. Um, but to be fair, Liam got a, li- a little bit aggressive, um, and the Titan got into. But that picture there is Manfred's block and a block of skeletons. And that Sphinx held for ages, and then the Titan got involved, and then that combat went very badly for Liam very quickly. Um, and yeah, I, 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 so I got a, I got, I took tw- a twenty nil win off Liam there in game three as well. So I had like two solid back to back twenty nil wins, um, and then sort of a bit like yourself, Steve, I had a, a loss I was comfortable with, like a twelve eight. I thought. I, I, was all right. Then, then I went to game three, and I was playing pretty Andy's Beastman. So, driven him six hours down to Essex, and drove him six hours back from Essex just to play him. <laughs> Which is one of those things, isn't it? Uh, and then when Andy or I, I whenever we play like warm up games, they're always quite close. Whenever one of us we play in an event, it only ever really goes one way. Either it goes very well for one of us. And very poorly for the other one, and sort of, it's very rarely just a, a close game. Um, you, you did that again. Did that again, but sadly not in my favour. Like I don't know how, I don't know what he did, but I can only assume he's cheated us. <laughs> well, you, you heard it here, posted <laughs> onto the internet. <laughs> That's it. You heard it here first. He's an absolute cheat. I don't know how. I don't know where, and I don't know when. Wait, the dice—that's gotta be what it is. You know, you know, you know how he cheated. He rolled mind razor. Oh yeah, well, well, yeah, that would do it. I mean, what else he did was he took three wounds, I think, off the or two wounds off the Titan from Slug Tongue before the game even started. That's that's you know that's. Um, it, uh, he's, he's only got eight wounds. Still... It, it, it gets better, Steve, because he then went first. <laughs> you know that ridiculous. The ridiculous magic missile that the law of the wild oh, has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it like five D six? 
one or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. He took another two wounds off the Titan in turn one with that. <laughs> he killed us. He literally killed us. Um, and then I think the turn after that, he cut his six dice made Riz and killed the Titan in combat. I said, ah, bollocks. Um, I literally couldn't roll a six for love nor money to wound the bone grinder with um, any archers. Like, I was shooting the bone grinder with like 58. Sorry. Uh, about 42 bow shots, I think it was, every turn. Hitting them consistently could not roll a six for like literally love nor money. I had that uh, feeling in the narrative game. But uh, combat it was when you lose 100 shots and can't roll 1-6. Honestly, the only saving grace was I did kill him using Purple Sun. So that made us feel a little bit better. Did that take but, the edge um, off? I mean, only just. It, it was, I, didn't play, like, I didn't play particularly well, truth be told. Um, that's not taken any way. And he just, hands down, happily slapped us around for a little bit at the start of day two, which was a treat. And, and I lost 20 you, nil. That's how you want to start, isn't it? With a 20 nil so loss. Was, and as you can attest, it was also hotter than hell. <laughs> it was quite warm. Den, the craft den that we'd slept in was <laughs> horrific. It was roast and hot. You said, wouldn't you? I, I sagely avoided the craft den that you had to sleep in. Um, I, well, I mean, Good call with hindsight. <laughs> yeah. That Colchester cracked in, just added a certain a certain je ne sais quoi to the whole weekend, to be honest. Um, Affected performance. It did it, 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 it did. To be fair, like Andy was just as like he'd st- he was in the same crack den. Um so I can't even use this as an excuse because no, we were both just absolutely dying. <laughs> um but then he took it a little bit further and just picked on us. Um she yeah, did. that was that. He cheated. Yeah, exactly. I. That's right. That's exactly the narrative we're going with. Um, you got the objectives as well. So without the objectives, I think it would have been a. I think it would have been a. Seventeen three or a sixteen four. I think, but um, it ended up being a twenty nil. Um, and then game five, I played Skaven, uh, Johnny Skaven, which I'd played with Johnny in a random doubles event. A while ago that Andy ran, um, but this is the first time I've played against him, and this was a really, like, a really good game. Um, his Grace AR also miscasting when put himself down a hole, oh. which was a treat. Um, it seems to be a, a recurring theme there, Scott. I mean, honestly, I'm, I was thankful for it, to be honest, Steve, because like before that, he'd cast that photo you see that on the screen there with there was a massive unit of skeletons there. He then cast Plague, and there was not a massive unit of skeletons there. <laughs> um, Don't want to do that again. He cast Plague at Dreaded 13th, and I didn't have a unit left. I was like, oh, bugger. <laughs> I just had two characters. Like, oh, those two two little skeletons just sort of sitting there when we characters ran away. And the there next to the wildfire <laughs> dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I then... Um, <laughs> then killed. It's a great Warfire Dragon, I think it is. Or, or, an adult one, anyway. It's, it's nasty. More importantly, when it died, it did nasty, nasty things to us, which I forgot that it did. And then I killed it. And it blew up. 
and things just died. <laughs> Which was hilarious. I was like, oh, for, for God, this happened. What a tit. I'm going to have to kill it regardless because it was just flying around, just annoying the yeah. crap out of us. Um, yeah. You had a massive unit of uh, rat orgas. Yeah. With squeal. And rolled poison on them. I say, did he never? He never rolled regen when I played him twice. I, I don't care about regen. I would have taken that off. I was re. I, but poison was a problem because it was a lot of poisoned attacks that would make it dead, potentially deadly to the titan. Yeah. Um. So the titan avoided that unit comfortably. Um. Is it can fly? And yeah. Um, and at the end, there was not a lot left on the board, like at all. Um, Skaven had that unit. Johnny had the unit of rat orgas left because I didn't really have a. I didn't really have anything to deal with them with, to be honest. Uh, once he'd rolled poison, I was like, ah, bugger. Just have to chaff them up and use rely on frenzy to take them out away from us. Um, but I killed everything else on the board, and at the end of it, I think I had left my characters in a a unit of archers, the Titan. And maybe something else. There was not a lot left at all. It was a really brutal but really fun way to finish the event. Um, and I, I came with a 14 6 win, um, which I was pretty pleased with. Was Overall, I was pleased with how the army performed across the five games, with the exception of game four against Andy, which was a shame. Um, but I relatively achieved the objectives I'd set out for myself with the list, which I know we're going to. That was a summary at the end, but yeah, that was that was my weekend in the list. Very good. So I'll do mine. The High Elves march to war. Uh, well, you'll be stunned to hear what I took, which was uh, L'Oreal, a sea helm with uh, armor Calador and um, as your BSB. I brought a bow in them for some... I've just realised there, but you never shot that ever. Uh, I you just found on your list you never used said bow. Uh, yeah, I think I was just... I had four points spare to make it up to a straight 2,500. Never came in useful. 21 archers, um, two sets of reavers with bows and spears, 25 spearmen with Banner of the Eternal Flame, five shadow warriors, uh, 38 white lions with the Banner of the World Dragon, uh, two phoenixes and two bolt throwers. Is that essentially the same list you've taken to like the last couple of triple crowns? It is. Um except the last triple crown, um, it was minus four. This is minus five because you don't get extra plus ones for each extra unit of Shadow Warriors. I'm gonna say this once and once only, Mark, and you can you can ride with it. I do somewhere feel high elves are slightly harshly comped. Well, I don't know where you would Reduce the comp because it's minus one for the unit between 450 and 599. So that's just standard for everything. Minus three for the Banner of the World Dragon on the unit standard. And I think if you took that down to minus two. No, I think that's fair. People, yeah, honest. I think that's right. Minus one. I think, for, of, I think it's the lack of pluses. Yeah. For elves. There, there is there's very few pluses you can take. Um, but minus one for the first frosty, minus two for the second I'm, frosty. I'm having to bite my tongue here quite a lot. <laughs> God, Steve gets to filthy high elves can't get stuck into them. High elves could take massively high comp scores very, very easily. 
You can't Very take nice. the Banner of the World Dragon unit, though. You, you probably can. I mean, I got three Frost Phoenixes into a plus 10 list. Well, I got five into a plus one. five list, but that's... <laughs> that is just that the list was rubbish. <laughs> list was very fun to play. Uh, minus one for the White Lions over 26, minus three for L'Oreal, and then the pluses all I scraped together was no Dispel, the Sea Helm, uh, a unit of Archers of 20 plus, a unit of Spearman of 20 plus, and the unit of Shadow Warriors. You're going to talk through your games, I appreciate, but did you find having double Phoenix was worthwhile? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Because you can, it's just either you can run two into a unit and wreck it, or people tend to shoot at one, um, and its ward save sometimes passes like the cannon shot or the catapult shot. That happened quite a lot. Um, so even if you do lose one, you've still got a backup. Yeah, it's, it's always good to have two rather than one. Yeah. It's just all that because that's two, you know, like the three dragon thing. It's it's two things that you've got to start worrying about. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's, a lot of armies can quite easily deal with one, but struggle to deal with two. In in terms of before they start really messing things up for them, um, it's like if you've only got one cannon, for example. Yeah, you could potentially take out one because it'll take take at least two turns of shooting. But by you can't take out both of them before they start getting into things you don't want them to get into. Yeah, it was it was just more thing at Mark's sort of now negative five list because. <laughs> you know. Well, you take the minus two out and it becomes a negative three, which is still high-ish. You're, you're a dirty, dirty man. Well, it's not me. It's the keep. This should. Just... It's. it's I, I think it's. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contradict Scott here, but I think it's fairly comped. It's just you're taking all the nasty stuff. Yes, no, yeah, I think that's probably fair. Well, that, I think that's so what we're saying. agreeing on is the nasty stuff should not be comped. <laughs> no, no I think that's, what... that's like what we said, but completely different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's 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 when you take it's it's basically that list is the standard high elf filth list. It's if you're going to take all the nasty stuff. This That's is why you should be running your sister's unit, Mark, because you get kudos and you get cool kid points. I played a yeah. mostly mounted list uh, recently, um, and that was actually a load of fun. That's like a massive bus of um, a unit of dragon princes and uh, silver helms. So there was no banner. Of, well, yeah, there was, but there was no um, white lion horde or anything like that. Um, I think the problem with high elves is it's very difficult to make a list that you're happy with without going back to the the standard build. Yeah, that's the yeah. other thing is I really like playing this uh, this army. Um, Which I suppose the biggest thing, like to be fair, like it's irrelevant of comp score where how it performs per se. If actually it's the list you genuinely enjoy playing the most, then like everything else is give or take irrelevant. Yeah, I mean it might be fun to like run. 25 silver helms in a unit, for example. That could work. I'd have to paint, I'd have to buy and paint another 10 for that. But anyway, um, on that topic of really enjoying this, that's <laughs> it's this tournament was at times so table snappingly frustrating in what occurred. Um, uh, I'm not going to not take this again, but it's really, you know, you, you can't blame the. 
that game four, which I'll get onto, like I couldn't blame the opponent because he's trying to win. I couldn't blame the dice because it's random uh, dice rolls. I couldn't blame myself because I did what I thought was the correct thing to do. So there's literally no one to blame. But I was, I that made, it, that made it worse. The fact that there's things went wrong and I'd had no one to blame. That made it worse. It didn't like take the edge off. But anyway, the first one was um, I played another high elf list, which is almost a mirror match. So he had a, a white lion, not a horde. I think he had about 20 odd, uh, 20 odds, 30 of them, I think, 20 odds, Phoenix guard, one Phoenix, um, two units of uh, silver helms in like, I think you've done two wide at that point. And uh, I can't remember something else. But because Alariel was in the White Lion unit and he obviously had the Planet of the World Dragon in his White Lion unit, um, that, well, that's not a good matchup. I'm going to lose that. I try, he, Because of where he placed them, the um, I couldn't cross over to get to the Phoenix Guards because they'd have a slightly worse ward save at four up. Uh, so I thought, I, that that's an all right fight, but I couldn't cross them because then I'd hit them and then get hit by the the opponent White Lions. And then he dwellers me down to 28, 20 white lions. So they were pretty much done. I don't want 20 white lions against a Phoenix guard unit that's not being damaged is a bit rubbish. So it was almost like every time I've been beaten before with this unit, with this army, you've just got to go and pick off all the other stuff and then try and see if you can deal with the, the horde at the end. So I was doing that in reverse. And it ended up as a 10-10 draw. So that was like a bit of a weird mirror match to start the, the tournament off with. Um, it's a, playing elves is annoying if you play another elves because it just neuters all of your advantages. But then you think, well... Maybe we should just stop taking elves. No, that's never going to happen. Uh so game two, I ended up playing the old enemy, the dwarfs. Um, the old enemy. Yeah. <laughs> the stunty little buggers. So this was just, uh, I think the organ guns weren't magical. The Everything else was magical. This is just, when well, you're talking about this two phoenixes better than one. Um, where are we? I think there's a felt. Yeah, so there's two phoenixes there into, I think they are long beards or... Iron Breakers or something like that. There was another unit behind them, so these two phoenixes. What was it? was this Simon's yeah, dwarfs? This is Simon's dwarfs. So this he was a minus right. four this time, so that was a much. Like, it's quite an unpleasant dwarf list. Um, but anyway, so they got through one unit and got into this unit here. This game here, we only got to four turns, and I'm not sure why, because none of us was. I don't think any of us was slow playing. It just seemed like the time went immediately. Um, and this combat here, the White Lions, I think they stripped this unit down to about one rank left. But he had that rune that you roll the leadership test on one dice. I love that rune. Uh, it's it's pretty horrific. Like It just screws you over when, yeah. you're, when you're against it, doesn't it? But this is like another thing where I'm, you know, I'm looking for somebody to blame here. The... the um, the phoenixes there, 
they bounced on the last turn that we had to play. It got off this unit. So I think I needed to do, it was something either five or seven wounds. And I did either four or six to break steadfast. Um, otherwise, they'd be like, but because the dwarfs, they're now leadership 10, so they didn't go anywhere. And this unit here with like the BSB and it's a big expensive unit, I could have claimed that if I had another turn because uh, there's no chance that was surviving the next turn. But we ran out of time, so I didn't get the points for it. So that that was, again, there's nobody to blame because we just ran out of time. Um, but that, it was a fun game. I'm not taking anything away from it, but it's just things but like he's that. He's a good guy to play as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Um, and it was it was fun. It was it was. Shall I do this? Shall we go to the war machines? Shall I? Which unit shall I charge? There was a lot of great like gameplay style decisions to make. Um, but you know, like when you play Wood of Hammer, like well, if I'd got that unit, that would have been instead of a thirteen yeah. seven, it would have been maybe a fifteen five, and then at the end, the results would have been that much better. But then. Would it have been? If I'd got more points here, would I have been crushed by who I played? And You know, you're talking about ultimate realities and things. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I don't like doing Wood of Hammer, even though I do it all the time. Uh, games. It's, 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 it's good Sorry. to do it when, in terms of learning and getting better. And oh, yeah, for sure. Not to, what to do and what worked really well, that kind of thing. Yeah. And if you're talking about MVP... Um, even at this point, it's definitely the White Lions, as you would expect. <laughs> just... or, or is it your BSB character? <laughs> well, it, it doesn't really do anything except wave the flag when he's occasionally needed. With his... Did you not do these one trick that actually really worked for you in this game? Oh, yeah, he did, actually. So thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> so I'll put the... you back. Yeah, so it was this unit here. It was the big horde of... I think it's dwarf war long beards or warriors with great weapons. So he charged them into the flank uh, of the white lions because they were going up towards where where that unit of iron breakers, I think it is. Um, but because he can do the reform uh, naval discipline, they just reformed that way. Uh, so it's now horde to horde. So then I was getting forty odds or what thirty something attacks into them first. And that's stripped, uh, I think he was down to one, maybe one or one and a half ranks at the end. Uh, but he'd forgotten about it. So like, oh, yeah, you can just blow his whistle, reform, and go that way. Blow your whistle, big guy. <laughs> that's such a good rule. Um, and, yeah, it is. And, it's such a good rule. And now when I'm writing lists and you think, well, the Sea Helm's plus one, so you can't really not take him on this kind of list. But even if you like a noble is a lot easier to armor up and still maybe given a magic weapon. But like, nah, I'd rather have the Sea Helm with no weapons and just his armor of Kalidor just because you can get that reform. Because you can just offer people flanks and rears and things like that and then just blow the whistle and he, the reform. You just, don't, you just don't care, do you? No, just uh, do it. Please charge into my, the flank. But um, it was a good game, 13-7. It's just like, yeah, if... Uh, if you one more turn, it's like one more turn, itis. But it's all hypothetical, isn't it? Um, well, anyway, that's 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 that one. I played um, Johnny. Though you played um, Scott with these warp uh, yes. stuff, yeah. 
this, yeah, this was unfortunate because I'd played them the night before just as like a, a practice game. Um, and we were just laughing, saying, oh, uh, watch us get drawn against each other at the tournament, which, of course, inevitably happened. So in the practice game is um, is uh, Help It Abomination. I've just railroaded it on one side with the Reavers, so it just went <clears throat> from one side of the board to the other doing nothing, which I know is gamey, but, you know, it's a tournament. Um, this, it completely changed its mind and just ran, I think, 16 inches forward in turn one. So that, <laughs> that put it in range of the White Lions and the other side of these spearmen, there's some spear, sorry, these archers, is the spearmen with the Banner of Eternal Flame. So like, well, we'll just double charge that, strip it to regen, kill that. His, um, his BSB and his uh, Grey Seer were in a block of clan rats, I think behind the general on the giant rat thing there. So that was where, here's another thing that I, I didn't get fiery convocation when I needed it in most of the games. But I did get it in this one. So I managed to set fire to that unit. So that was sort of slowly ticking down on his... Uh, wizard, which meant the chances of getting thirteenth, uh, thirteenth was a bit reduced because do you risk your Gracie of dying the fiery convocation, or just try to cast the spell? Um, I did have some exciting warp fire dragon action here. So here's another thing where the warp fire dragon charged the side of the white lions, the um, sea helm told them to reform so he reforms pointing that way the general there and the block of uh storm vermin had a go at this phoenix here and they kill it <laughs> but they overrun into the side of the white lions at about the time the white lions killed the warp fire dragon which then had a nuclear catastrophic detonation which <laughs> flattened the entire storm vermin unit apart from i think two but I only lost two white lions because I'd got the uh, ward save up the the um, the turn before. Uh, so he, he leveled his, his own. It felt terrible. Well, it didn't really feel terrible, but it, it was bad. Yeah, true. Um, it's just like, it just looked, was like, a you know, like um, a nuclear explosion over a wheat field. It's just all the blades of grass are just falling, these storm vermin. It was awful. Um, it's a very scathing thing to do. Yeah, it it fits. I mean, it is made of warp fire, assumingly, uh, warp stone. Uh, the spearmen did something for a change. Uh, they did enough damage on this unit of scaven slaves to pop it, but it's not worth any points. Um, and the only thing I didn't get was the unit of frenzied um, rat ogres. I just fed it... Um, Reavers and the bolt throwers, so it went off, went off way away, so it couldn't get back into the game. So that was, I think it was an 18-2 or a 19-1, one or the other. Um, just pre this, this was the one where I was about to walk out of the, um, I was about to walk out of the the gaming hall. Uh, again, travel five and a half hours down to play play Steve, who I've played. Not this Steve, the other <laughs> Steve B, uh, who I've played a hundred times before. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the, the, this <laughs> and it's nothing to do with what St playing Steve. It was you know, it's it's not that. It's just it was blood and glory. So he's got a witch star and big unit of warlocks. This uh, magma dragon, um, and it's, it was going all right until about turn two. And LRL miscast on two dice to drain magic and blew up oh. and went down the hole. And you know, you can just again, you just you know what's going to happen. You know, it's two sixes, right? Well, she's dead. I don't need to bother rolling the rest of these dice to find out what happens. I know she's going, it's going to be a four. I know she's going to um, roll the go down the hole um, bit. And then, <clears throat> so they couldn't wound this thing on less than a six because they've lost the magical attacks. And then he just picked off the rest of the army. And um, this peg hero charged into the side of the white lions. Um, but because he's got a magical weapon, but it was exactly the time where the, because the ban of the world dragon works on all dragons. So that dragon was stubborn, even though I was winning on combat res. It then eventually broke, but because this peg hero was in the side, uh, I couldn't pursue after him. And then he rallied on the next turn, and it's like you know when your dice rolling's just falling apart, and there's nothing really you can do about it. Um, it was like that, so I was like really like well not annoyed, but it was just frustrating and just to see a 350 point wizard explode to cast drain magic. Um, so that was a 20 nil. So you start the uh, like you, I started the second day with a 20 nil loss. Um, but the last game against uh, Matt passes um, Demon Nurgle. Nurgle. This, uh, yeah, I played that on in the May one. Yeah, this was um, this is my favourite game of the uh, tournament because there's history behind it. In that he twenty nilled me at my first uh, triple crown by drawing the white lions into a box made of. Um, it was very much like can I actually, if you like your ancient history. Oh, I just walked into a trap and didn't see it. It's either one or the other. Um so he twenty nailed me, it's uh the first trip we kind of went to. So this was like a grudge match almost, but not because he's a he's a really nice guy. So in this he's he's, he's always absolute filth, but Matt will see nice. Yeah, so it, it sort of balances <laughs> out. So this is like um why Steve takes really fluffy because he's an absolute monster. <laughs> yeah, so you can only, I'm not gonna deny it, yeah. You can only have one <laughs> or the other, can't you? Yeah. So I managed to get using Walk Between Worlds and that, I managed to get the white lions past the um Beasts of Nurgle, going for the um the block with Epi in. They got hit in the side by the um Plague drones and a unit of beasts in front of the Epi wall. I, I thought it was going a bit wrong at the end of the combat turn one when he rolled whatever it was, then re rolled and rolled a double one, and two beasts of Nurgle just came back. So that was all that effort for nothing. <laughs> but this was just a grind. So killed all them, uh, turned around, got charged by the Epi block. Uh, then it was just killing the um, plague drones. I think I got the other plague. Or did the other plague Jones survive? I can't remember. Um, I killed the skull cannon with. Um, in the end, I think it was just a reaver shot. Just 
luckily killed it um, after the bolt throwers actually did something and did like, I think, three wounds to it in the first turn. And then um, this was just like, this is great, this, because the banner, like, I think I lost in total in the entire game, I think I lost eight white lions and they took on basically the entire of his army. Um, so they killed all that, they killed Epi, they turned around and then I thought, well, just go for it at the end and try and kill the rest of these beasts. Um, so he charged me. They, I did manage to kill these at the end, but this is how it ended. And I ended on a 15-5. And um, it was great. And it was a genuinely, not just because it was like a revenge match, but it was just really a really good game. And um, I, I'm really glad that I ended the tournament on that game because it was like ending on a yeah. high. It was a good way. I came, I, obviously, I came on to watch the end of this game. I thought you just, it was a nice way to finish the event against a cracking opponent. Yeah. That, that's, um, so it put all my like whinging about, oh, I didn't, you know, double six and all that miscasting. Just all put that into just, it didn't matter after that. I just pleased to end on it. And you got your revenge. Yeah. She didn't manage to um, uh, heroic killing blow anything, unfortunately. But and I got fiery convocation in this one, which was a real help because it sort of halved the um, epi block before I actually got into combat with it. Uh, but yeah, that was the whistle stop tour of my five games. Um, but sort of leading into the discussion about what the meta is at the minute. Um, this is hard to, to use against this big high toughness um, Thunderstomp anything uh, Monstrous Arcana meta. Cause... Yes, I suppose, obviously we, we were both at the same event, Steve, but was, I appreciate you brought two of the dra two dragons, but was your... Uh, the, the major, sorry, yeah, I mean two of the monsters are Carnum dragons. Ah, uh, no, I think they're storm, uh, magic. storm yeah, magic. Yeah, magic, yeah. Same, same, same difference. <laughs> um, was was the sort of the meta at the the May event very monstrous heavy? I don't think so. Um, I did see a lot more monsters Magma dragons there. everywhere. There was a lot more dragons, not necessarily magma, but also the warpfire ones. Yeah, the warpfire did seem very popular at ours as well. The greater black ones, um, oh, well, not greater, it's the greater dragons, the sevens ones. Yeah, there was always there was only ever like one in each army, which I don't think is that really. Um, so it was kind of just normal armies, just with the occasional monster. A monster, tactic. yeah. Which I quite like. It gives it a bit, you know. A bit oh yeah, for sure. I mean, personally, I think if you're gonna invest in a big thing, you need multiple big things. <laughs> yeah, and it, it always gave my, which kind of helped me a bit because I had thirty poison shots, and a lot of these armies didn't have war machines, so it gave my my bowmen something to shoot at. So I was I was thankful for that. Um, because if you've only got one big flying thing and you've got thirty poison shots a turn going into it. Which are armor piercing, which helps. They tend to hide it and it makes it a lot less effective. Which then gives my dragons a lot more free reign. 
Um, and it effectively makes me like a two five hundred point list against the two thousand point list. Um, but I think there are more monsters than we we've seen previously. But I wouldn't say monster like monster mash lists are the meta at the moment. No, I think it's, I think the, the almost the meta some sort of combination, isn't it? Yeah, I still like, think, I think... That, as the top three armies I think showed in the June one. If you take pretty balanced lists, you can still do. You know, they still do very, very well. Yeah, I think if I look at the the, the top three lists from the June one, the, the winner was a standard list, but with the dragon. And the third person who came third was a relatively standard list, also with a type of dragon. And then from the May event, the winner was a relatively standard list with a dragon. Or two. I don't know that, about the second who came second. Uh, and then you obviously had multiple dragons. Correct. Yeah, I just I didn't know if you had a dragon or or anything monstrous in his list. I don't think so, no. I don't think either one of them had had that. No. So Brett came second in both events, both with because devastating charge on a Brett army is actually broken. It does, broken, it it does them blend very well with the uh, the lance. It's, it's it's incredibly powerful. Yes, it is. It is. But, but so out, out of the top three of both events, though, two of the top three had brought in a either a storm magic or a monstrous arcanum buff to their list, so to speak. Just trying to think about mine. Um... So only two two of the five had monstrous arcana. Uh, Brought fire dragons, monstrous arcana, wasn't it? I think so. Yes. Yeah. So two yes. two of the five I played had uh, something from monstrous arcana. And just speaking, like my army's got it's something that I can't deal with that well because you go into the magma dragon, it's minus what? It's toughness seven, isn't it? Or is it toughness uh... six? It depends which one it is. If it's the the medium it's the, one, it's the medium one. Yeah, strength yeah. up a seven. So it's wound on five, like the white lions say, the wound on fives, but it's sixes if you're not magical attacks. Not that I want to see a return to lots and lots of cannons, but you do see less of them these days than you used to. I wonder if that'll change if more monsters are. I mean, probably. I think it's one one kind of leads to the other, doesn't it? Naturally, there's, so. There's still... They're still vulnerable to, the, I mean, magma dragons especially. Are still vulnerable to the usual anti-monster tricks. So you're talking purple sun, pit of shades, losing on combat res against anything that can't be thunderstomped once it's used its breath weapon. Yeah. Um, the more so, monsters you see, that just leads to more cannons, which leads to less monsters, which then leads to less cannons, which leads to more monsters, which leads to more <laughs> cannons. But like, it's come up a few times that people have you've said like. Occam's Mind Razor. So Shadow is, if you haven't got cannons, Shadow is the natural counter Shadow's to. A, Shadow's yeah. a great counter to monsters. It is very good. Yeah, it's got the the instant die if you fail an initiative test and the usually low initiative. You've got Mind Razor to to get the uh, the uh, the high strength against them. So yeah, it's got everything in that in that deck. 
Shadow well, cannons. Will be will be, will be interested to see if the trend of monsters continues or whether people are start getting squeaky bum thinking people will start taking like the the traditional anti monster tricks. Did the the winner of um, June's was the Empire? Did that have a lot of cannons in it? Uh, a steam tank and a cannon and some yeah. and a monster. That's like a blend, or yeah, even, yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't particularly artillery. Well, it had two hellblasters, I think, but uh, and which are kind of can take down the smaller monsters. But um, for the bigger ones, it just had the two two cannons, which, to be honest, for an empire army is fairly standard to have a steam yeah. tank, a cannon. In. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, without being think, you'd ex- you'd expect a empire to have at least two cannons. As in a cannon and a steam tank. Why yeah. the hell wouldn't you? Your empire, your troops are crap. <laughs> Unless you have oh, a shadow it is. Yeah. That's what, sorry? Razor. Oh, I mean, Hello. yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I'm down debating about using the empire again next year for a little bit. And I've got a plus 10 list in mind that absolutely has a level 4 on shadow. Well, I wonder if it's even worth putting a level 4... Archmage on an eagle or something uh, on death. Now you, now you, now you cook it on gas. So then you can. Well, naturally, I'd want to put them on a star dragon, but that's so ludicrously expensive, and also a monster. Um, maybe not. That's just a big target on them. Just need to see more terror ghosts. Yeah, they are really the anti-monster ones, aren't they? Terror ghosts. Um. And, and to be fair, if any, pretty much anything ethereal, unless you happen to be one of the few monsters with magical attacks, it's just a spirit horse to pretty much deal with them. I would be happy with a lot more monsters having magical attacks. Magical breath would. weapons, that's all fine with me. Yeah, the wood elf ones have magical attacks. See, that's a trend I'd like to see uh, continue. I think you can give a bomb. Can you give a bombs magical attack? Yeah, you can, you can give them a warp yeah. stone. It's, or it's hilarious when they're not given it, and then they go into a white lion horde, and they're like, "Ah, oh, ha ha ha! No magical attacks. Avalanche of flesh." I still fancy the white lion horde. <laughs> or you just take a unit of spearmen with uh, banner of eternal flame. I mean, yeah. Oh, you know what else will deal with it. Mind Razor. Mind Razor. Well, actually, Pitish, it's high initiative, isn't it? So, Pit of Shades, maybe not. It's an initiative of four, I think. Mm, so For a monster, chance. it's quite high. Yeah. Third about chance to do it. Um, so, I suppose we didn't mention where we finished earlier. So, I think we don't have to if you don't want to. I don't, a chance to say so. Well done to Steve for coming third in May. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And with a plus 10. To go home with the winner, uh, but uh, yeah, backup Steve came first. Congratulations, yeah. backup Steve. We don't mention that guy. That guy, these filthy, filthy dog elves. He, yeah, he keeps begging to come on, but you know, he's not welcome because he plays dog elves. Is what you're saying, Marco? I don't mind dark elves. What I do mind is that list being <laughs> less comp than my list. <laughs> I, I, I can see therapy having to be taken here. I think we, you know, we, we discussed it more with this in a very segue off, Steve, to see what you think. Dark Elf 
quote unquote filth would essentially be fixed if would if uh, witch elves were a special instead of a core. Yeah. yeah, it would essentially fix their problem and make them probably quite a ba- more balanced army. I mean, for an elf, they'd but still be they, powerful. They don't have a core tax, um, which is just phenomenal. You're paying for your Death Star horde out of your core. And the and, best fast cav in the game. And the best fast cav in the game. And uh, fast cav, magical, ward save, nonsense. I'm going to go on a rant now. Oh, yes. <laughs> before Mark has, a, has, has an attack. <laughs> so, yes, congratulations, Steve. And congratulations, uh, backup Steve. Yeah, grudging congratulations to Steve Inferior. <laughs> Steve Inferior. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. It doesn't matter. Uh, um, but speaking of congratulations, uh, we had another quiz win for the third uh, time in a row. More importantly than anything else, that's right. We, yeah, uh, we, we second in May. Unfortunately, we couldn't quite get there. We we maintained our unbeaten record of attended a quiz, won the quiz, got a free round of drinks from the quiz. And yet again, they've still to include a difficult high elf round. <laughs> I, I don't know if they've got any plans of... You have actual problems. <laughs> I, I don't know if they've got any plans of introducing high elf questions, which are, you know, a challenge or... Uh, or just more than... someone who aimed at someone who reads the book. They need to ask you that's not in the actual High Elf book. Got some of the fl- outstanding peripheral fluff. Aye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't because then you make it wrong and then we're at risk of not winning. Yeah, we only won by half a point. Yeah, but the people who came second had done the quiz already in May <laughs> and still didn't beat us. Yeah. So it, it probably cancels each other out that. That's right. It's not about the Warhammer guys, it's about the Warhammer quiz. We all know it. Well, since I only came 21st in this, uh, I'm going to... Perfectly average again, Mark. Perfectly average, yeah. Um, <laughs> this year hasn't been good <laughs> for my um, playing. I, I don't feel that I'm as good as I was last year, and I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's because your list doesn't deal with monsters, Mark. Well, even at Cardiff. I didn't do that well, and that's with the um, shadow list. I might go back to that, actually. I, I like that list. I might just try and force that yeah. to work. Not for Triple Crown, but for the other stuff. I'd set myself the target of coming in the top 10 with Tomb Kings, and not that they do it, but if there's multiple Tomb Kings, I wanted to finish top Tomb Kings, and I achieved both of those things. So I finished ninth. So I was top high you. elf at 21st, so there's something. You were I, top I high elf at 21st. Yeah. Can't take I that away from us. Top elf. That was... Uh... <laughs> yeah, there was just behind you. Kate there was, was top wood elf as well, weren't there? Yeah, there, there's some... I think oh, God, there was three out of the top. Top ten. There was three out of the top six. There's a lot in, of good In the main event. Yeah. Two I did notice, and I've, I'm just looking across both of them, there were a lot... Of Warriors of Chaos at both events. It was seven at our event and seven VCs. See, VC are anti monster. So there you go. You want to be anti monster, take VC. Creeping in, VC, shadow, cannons. I think that's what we'll see at Derby. Um, 
Well, I think I'm having a bit of a... I'm intending to have a bit of a change. I've I've had my Tomb Kings for four events in a row now. And I'm tempted... Very tempted to go back to Vampires for Derby. Stick to what you know. That's your equivalent of my White Lion Horde, a L'Oreal list. I mean, ish. Yeah, ish. It's slightly different to me old list. But I've obviously, I've had to filter it up to get the minus two. <laughs> Not make the mistake I did last time with Derby and take a plus two list thinking it makes any difference. Yeah, read the comp, as we say. Not on the way I down. My armies and realized I didn't have the models to make a plus two list. <laughs> <laughs> what a problem to have. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, well, well, we'll see how, because um, go, we're going out with Scott and Steve, you might be going. No, I can't make it. No, you can't make it. All right, then. Going, yeah. Fine. Yeah, is, that, is, that, is, is that next recording? A pre-Derby recording then, Mark, is it? Yeah, we'll do a, a pre-Derby when I can sort out um, what list I'm actually going to take. I'm I haven't finalised my list either. I'm hoping to finalise it this week. And then we'll have a look at that, because that's I like Derby. It's a bit different. Um, different. And then Steve can tell us why both of our lists were the wrong decision. Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> you can just sit there and... Yeah. yeah I can <laughs> always pick the list I would have taken. God, yeah, it's hypothetical. Mm. it'll make both of you cry they always do Steve yeah. they always do there's no real change there is there well anyway um... love and loathe you, you filthy, filthy <laughs> well, it, must, it must work because he got third place yeah and he it's was feeding because he, he bathes in the tears of, his, of the people he beats <laughs> and he was feeding the guy who won the May event information so, yeah, I, I know what's going on. <laughs> but as ever, I mean, it, it almost goes without saying, but it shouldn't. Like, Triple Crown just runs such a genuinely yeah. excellent event. We should say that again, yeah. knock it out of the park. Uh, even though it sounds like I've been complaining, uh, no, I had a brilliant time, as it, I always do. I'm mega looking forward to next next year. Obviously, they've managed to get a different venue that hosts like 70 people, which should be yeah, amazing. That should be- that, that will be, be really amazing. Interesting. Yeah. Also, the part of us will 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 certainly miss the current venue because it is amazing as well. Like it's such a lovely, lovely venue, and like the staff are incredible. Um, I think they still keep that on for the narrative. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I hope so, um, and I'm sure they will. But yeah, I mean, like you say, it doesn't go without saying. But the, the, the thank you to the Triple Crown guys for hosting an incredible event, and everyone else who shows up to allow us to play this. Um, this game, yeah, nerds, filthy nerds. It's uh, you don't really ever have a bad game because your opponents. No, nah, you don't. Yeah, Not these no. days. Unless you play in the right people. spirit. Oh, well, unless you play you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to June. Oh God, that, that, yeah. that arsehole's at me. This is when I rock up with them, open buckets for your tears. <laughs> you know it's not going to be fun. Did you coat your bronze dice in the tears of your enemies before you left? I'd already drank and bathed in them, so I didn't have left. <laughs> well, on that bombshell, uh, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you for um, a bit different uh, review of the whole thing, rather. But um, we'll be back for a pre-Derby review, or preview, should I say. Preview. So, uh, see you on that one. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.